Welcome to Transfer Talks Podcast. This is Katherine Lawler, the Transfer Jacks Coordinator at Northern Arizona University, and I'll have our guests introduce themselves now. Good morning. Uh, thank you for having me today. My name is Kiara Weathersby. I um, am Tutna Zutney um, from the Navajo Nation, and I am born for the African-American um, uh, communities from Mississippi and Louisiana. And I am born and raised here in Flagstaff, uh, Arizona. I attended um, Coconino Community College where I received my associate's degree. And I also attended Northern Arizona University where I received uh, dual degrees in um, business management as well as psychological sciences. And then I attained my master's degree in indigenous education from Arizona State University in the School of Social Transformation. I currently serve as a manager of student development in the Office of Indigenous Student Success. And I am happy to be here today. Wonderful. We're glad to have you too. So let's start off with what was your experience like at NAU? My experience at NAU was um, interesting because I was actually part of the pilot um, program for CCC to NAU. And um, being part of a pilot program, there are um, some clunky situations as um, the university was working to prepare um, the university for transfer students like myself. And um, I was also part of the um, what is now the NAU 100 transition to um, college. Um, and so we actually had to write a 20 page paper. And I remember like, I remember feeling just <clears throat> intimidated that my transfer would be unsuccessful because if that was the intro to transition to the university, then how would I be able to be successful um, in my time? And I remember coming to um, NAU and trying to find a a job. Um, I am a non-traditional student, so um, in the, that way I was doing escrow insurance, um, escrow and title insurance, which is essentially the people who help um, homeowners um, throughout the process when they're first beginning the, the buying process and take care of all of the, um, the pests um, inspections and hold the funds for them. And so I was one day thinking, what do I, I want to do with my life? This is not it. I was going to work before the sun rose, and I was getting home from work after the sun set, and uh, just kind of living a very lonely, kind of like hermit life um, down in the valley. And that's when I chose to come back to, um, to the university, I mean, to community college. And... Um, so through that, um, I was only considered a student, and so I couldn't get a, 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 a full-time position. I had to get um, student employment, which was very frustrating for me because um, here I was almost um, 30 years old and having to have student employment, um, even though I already had a, a robust um, resume. And 
So I remember, you know, coming here and trying to navigate the university, trying to find my classes, trying to figure out what exactly I wanted to do here. And I was taking a lot of classes. Um, I originally intended to come um, for psychology. And then, um, well, I really wanted to do business. I wanted to understand um, business, but I had um, a person who was an advisor and they told me, well, if you can't do long division in your head, then your business is not for you. And so kind of um, changed the trajectory of my um, thinking about the possibilities of uh, business as, as my major. And, um, and then as I was taking classes in, um, in psychology in the, in the uh, school social behavioral sciences, I was really enjoying learning about neuroscience. Um, but then again, I, I was um, told that if, if I didn't have um, kind of a strong sense of, of, of scientific knowledge, of um, the way that drugs interact with people's bodies that maybe neuroscience um, wasn't um, or medicine wasn't for me and so then I was rethinking again and um, so then I started to take a couple of other classes and I was really just taking classes all over the place I was taking way more classes um, than I needed um, and I decided to go ahead and pursue a business degree mm. um, and so that extended my time here at the university and I was um, taking classes there and, and getting really involved with um, student organizations and uh, building kind of my collegiate experience around the um, Frankie College of Business and had a lot of great mentors there who were constantly talking about the possibilities and, and pushing yourself to learn more and engaging both outside of the classroom as well as inside of the classroom. And, um, and so that was one of the things that really prompted me to say, you know, I can be a business uh, major and I will stick with the safe major of uh, management. Um, and um, but it's worked out for me because um, I feel like uh, business management is applicable to life. Mm -hmm. So it's really helped in that way. Um, but again, going back to this idea of taking numerous courses all across campus, um, not really knowing um, where I was going. Um, and again, because I was part of the pilot program for CCC to NAU, we had a little bit of advising when we first got here, but but it wasn't. Um, it wasn't the kind of advising that students receive um, nowadays. And so I, um, I, was, I went to look to see how many credits I needed to graduate. And I was told that actually I had enough to graduate with two degrees, but I still needed to take <laughs> three classes. So um, that's how I ended up um, having dual degrees. But... I also, during that time, because I um, come from a lower socioeconomic background, mm -hmm. I was taking out a lot of um, educational debt. Right. And um, because I was take, I was working in these uh, student employee positions um, that at that time were six dollars and seventy five cents an hour. Um, I also was just kind of relying on educational debt, and then I also got another position um, outside a seasonal position. Um, 
with Deckers outdoors selling um, Ugg boots and Subo and all kinds of different um, shoes and Tabas. So that was kind of my experience here at the university where I was trying to navigate being a student, trying to still have the collegiate experience even though I was nearly um, 10 years um, um, senior to to my class, uh, to my cohort. Um, and my, you know, my business fraternity uh, members and, and uh, the uh, Native American business organization members. And so um, it was kind of interesting because I was outside looking in, but also was also part of the experience here at the university. But um, because of, of, I guess, my, my transition here and being an, uh, a non-traditional student, it was... Um, it was tough for me to try to insert myself into those um, positions. Um, when I got here to the university, because of my time at the community college, I was um, invited to come to the International Scholar Laureate Program mm -hmm. um, Global um, Experience. In um, they had an option which um, was in China, and. I had never been outside of um, the United States. I don't consider Mexico <laughs> to be outside um, just because of the way that the, those borders were created. Um, and so I never had a passport. And I remember coming here and wanting to um, participate in this extraordinary offer. Um, and to me at that moment, it seemed like a once in a lifetime opportunity. And um, so I came and I talked to um, an elder down at the um, Applied Indigenous Studies, um, Marina Vasquez, and she um, she was like, "Well, let's figure it out. Let's 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 find a way to make this a possibility for you." And so we went to the College of um, I mean, for the Center for International Education. And we were told that because that specific program was not part of the university, that they didn't um, think that um, I should participate. And I was heartbroken. And uh, Marina was like, well, you know, if, if that's the case, you, if you really want to go, then, you know, we will. Um, do you know how to make tamales? And I was like, tamales? No. And she's like, you know, because she's Guatemalan. So she's like, um, I will teach you. And so we went to the old um, farmer's market that used to be on 4th Street. And we went and got all, you know, the tamatillos and the chilies and um, the corn husks, the masa and everything. And she taught me how to make um, red, uh, red chili, green chili, um, sweet tamales and um, helped me to promote them and I ended up um, selling 79 dozen tamales um, in order to get the funds um, to pay for um, a portion of the of my um, trip for the International Scholar Laureate program and I got to go for two weeks to Beijing, Xi'an, Shanghai and Hong Kong and that was um, I would say um, my first uh, memorable experience here at the university, um, and it would not have happened. I don't if if I hadn't come from the community college because it was through Phi Theta Kappa, um, the uh, International Honor Society of the two year um, 
college that I had received the information about the ISLP. Mm-hmm. And um, then when I was in my business program for my capstone, um, there was another opportunity to be part of an international um, exchange where we went to um, to India, to uh, Chhattisgarh um, in uh, Manpat to um, look at a Tibetan refugee settlement to help um, them build a business plan. And um, there it was, um, it was interesting because I found um, the people, um, our, our um, folks that were there with us, they had asked me, because I had learned a little bit of Mandarin, I had learned a little bit of um, uh, the um, Hindi language, and then, um, and you know, when I was younger, um, because I'm born and raised here in Flagstaff, I went to South Beaver, and they used to bring us over here to NAU and teach me Spanish. Um, and so it was interesting because when I got there, and I was talking about you know being um, Navajo, um, citizen Navajo Nation, and we were kind of talking about the similarities uh, about clans, about caste systems, about you know these different ways in which we interact with the world. And that's when they had asked me if I, um, they were like, well, do you speak your own language? And I was taken aback because here I was navigating the world and learning languages in order to, um, you know, communicate where I went and be able to um, greet folks in the, in the ways that their language um, would help, um, I guess, kind of build relationships or relationality. And... I didn't know my own language, and it was um, there um, through that experience um, in uh, Monpat that I was like, yeah, I want to learn my language, and so um, those two experiences really helped me. They solidified my viewpoint of myself as a global citizen, and also. Um, had me start to think about where my positionality in the world and how I want to show up. And um, I think if I had not had those experiences that I don't know if, if my, my, my career or um, the way that I've navigated the world would be the same. And um, when I was, uh, when I went through the university, um, through that exchange program, um, which was also two weeks, um, I actually did receive um, two scholarships through the Center for International Education, um, the GO uh, Global Opportunity Scholarship, and um, the there's another scholarship that I received, but the name is um, is escaping me right now, but um, those opportunities um, were afforded by um, the first trip of, of making tamales um, through an elder's advice and guidance, um, and then the second one through um, taking out educational debt, but also um, applying for those scholarships here through um, NAU. And so that's kind of my transfer experience, my, my time here at the university, and um, what I feel were some challenges, but also um, that helped me to grow 
um, to be able to uh, be the um, person that I am today and the way that I support students because there were those things that I had to navigate on my own. Mm -hmm. um, I think one of the things that I didn't include is that I, I am also, um, I was a first generation student. Um, my mom actually came back to the university um, and so we had a couple of years together where um, where she was um, finalizing her degree um, in, in her bachelor's degree. So um, I was a, bachelor, a first generation student, but I'm still the first generation master's student. Um, and so yeah, that's that's my experience here at uh, Northern Arizona University. Um, and I think that um, as far as being a transfer um, graduate, I I think that my experience here at the university helped to propel me into um, going into the School of Social Transformation um, I, I, at, at, at Arizona State University because I thought that I wanted to go into law school and um, I took some advice and this is why I always, always, always tell people if your advice is not coming from a person in that program who has successfully completed it or who is working to help students get through that program, do not listen. So I took some um, advice, but I'm accountable for taking that advice. And I didn't do well on the law school admission test, um, the LSAT. And, um, but that uh, challenged me to think about, okay, well, what's the next step? How do I navigate this? And so it kind of took me back to where I was um, that in, when I first started, um, my, when I transferred from the community college to the university. Um, because when I went down to ASU, it essentially was transferring again, right? I had a bachelor's degree, but I was transferring now into a master's degree um, kind of mindset. Mm -hmm. So I had to re-navigate what that looks like, how to be successful, how to um, write my um, personal statement um, to make sure that I had the knowledge, skills, and abilities to get into the program that I wanted to. And so doing that research uh, about the programs that I was looking at. And so what I did is I started taking classes as a non-degree seeking student and um, really trying to increase my writing skills, uh, my communication, and um, and started taking uh, Dinebizot or the Navajo language. Mm -hmm. And um, that really informed the way that I started to interact um, at the university down there. And, I, and then I got a management internship position, um, which helped because it paid um, for I, my insurance, but also allowed me to be a graduate student. And so it was through that and my work with um, the um, American Indian Student Support Services and the um, Office of American Indian Initiatives that I got to um, really see myself um, helping students and giving back in meaningful ways and answering those questions that they were navigating um, as well. And, and that's 
um, what brought me full circle to the indigenous education masters, which helped me to learn about a lot of the things that I did not know about our community, the things that were not taught in um, public schools or even in um, my undergraduate classes, unless they were specifically sought out. Um, so as a transfer graduate, it helped me to know that there's different research that I needed to do in order to show up, in order to be successful. And I think that had I not had that experience as a first gen of learning how to ask questions, um, that I don't know that I would be, again, that I would be where I'm at now. Um, part of that also is that, um, as I shared earlier, I was taking out um, educational debt, um, probably the max that you could along with, you know, being Pell Grant eligible. And, um, and it wasn't until, so I already had my associate's degree and I had been here at the university for um, two years um, when I found out about the TRIO um, Student um, Support Services program. And um, so again, that goes back to that kind of that idea of being a transfer if you don't have that guidance of finding out things after the fact. Um, it was also during this time that uh, my father had passed away. Mm -hmm. And so without TRIO, right, paying um, for me to get counseling at, um, at uh, the counseling services here at the university, um, at teaching me about financial literacy, about credit, about debt, about um, how to buy a car, how to buy a home. All of these things that you need in the world, but nobody, it's not included in that, um, in that, in those teachings, um, unless maybe you have somebody in your family who might have that, um, that financial literacy or that um, idea of how to navigate the world with, with basic needs. Um, and so through that experience, it, it really transformed my time, um, my life because I realized, holy crap, I've been taking out a lot of educational debt and how am I going to ever pay for, for this? How am I going to pay this back? How am I going to increase my credit score so that I will be able to buy a home, buy a car, um, you know, and be able to live the life that I thought that, oh, hey, if I go to college that I might be able to have access to. And so um, I'm really thankful for um, the TRIO program for opening that door for me, um, for um, helping me to understand that it's okay to ask for help, um, getting me the counseling I needed to navigate uh, grief of, of, of a parent. Um, and so that is something about my transfer experience that I really, really appreciate. And um, I think that had it not been for folks um, like my mentors in TRIO, um, like the <clears throat> elders um, here at the university, that my, my um, life would be very different for me, mm -hmm. um, the way that I see it. But uh, that's also why I 
work so hard to give back to our community um, because I know what it's like um, to feel like there's not a way to make it forward and to not know the questions to ask. And I think that's also part of that, you know, that hidden curriculum of like, what questions should you ask? Mm -hmm. Which offices should you seek out? You know, and um, it was through those support uh, mechanisms that I was able to do so. Um, And so that's something that I wish people would understand about the transfer experience is because without knowing how to navigate the university, um, navigating um, educational debt, um, finances, budgeting, um, classes, because I also was a person who I hit the 150% mark. So even though I was receiving scholarships, because I had exceeded the amount that the federal government would provide to me, um, I ended up having to take out a uh, private loan Mm -hmm. to finish my last semester because I had to do um, a, a SAP appeal and um, a satisfactory academic progress for, um, I think it was pace of progress Mm -hmm. that I needed to do that appeal for. And they said, okay, you're approved, but you can only um, move forward if you, um, you can only take the final classes that you need. And my scholarships were like, we need you to be full time. And so I was in this uh, midway location of being so close to attaining my um, bachelor degrees and yet feeling like there was not like that I wasn't going to be able to complete. And thankfully, um, over in Office of Scholarship and Financial Aid, um, there were uh, liaisons who helped me. and we made a way out of no way, <clears throat> which was that private private loan. Um, but that is what helped me to finish those final three classes, so that I could um, so that I could graduate with my degree. So, my advice to transfer students is to ask ask questions, ask the hard questions, even if you're like, oh, that's stupid that I don't, you know, um, don't let that internal negative dialogue stop you from asking the question that might help you to get the resources that you need. Um, and, um, be willing to, if, if the question doesn't sit right, or if you're, um, your uh, intuition is saying, hmm, I don't know about this. It's okay to ask ask another person for advice. It's okay to seek out um, more than one opinion, um, but make sure that when you are making these decisions about your life, that you're really thinking it through and um, asking the questions and doing your research to find out what is going to help you be successful because you're the only person that's accountable for that. And um, there, uh, granted, I'm I'm not saying that there are people that are doing things uh, maliciously or with malintent, but 
sometimes people who don't know might give you incorrect information is what I'm saying and so um, ask the questions ask for a second um, a second opinion and um, do the work do the readings I tell you I had such a strong GPA when I first got here and then I met some students again these are people not in my same they're in my cohort but they're uh, very different um, age difference and whatnot and they were like yeah I don't read I don't do this and and I was like oh okay I don't have to read all that I don't have to read the whole text and I stopped doing that and guess what my GPA went right along with those readings so um, that is something that I also didn't know about was the grade point average and how that can affect your ability to receive scholarships and um, and resources so and once it goes down it's really hard to get it back up so um, that's that's some advice that I would say if you're a transfer student is to keep doing the same thing that you were doing when you first started at the community college um, put in the work and um, you will be um, you'll be rewarded for that um, yeah so I think um, also know and tell yourself that you're gonna make it you're proud of yourself um, I used to put affirmations on sticky notes and put them um, in my on my mirror um, and when I thought that there was no way that I was going to be able to make it through um, those affirmations helped me and um, it's interesting because now, um, as a professional, I was recently um, going through and, and um, looking through my old papers um, and trying to kind of um, get declutter. Um, and I looked back at those and I was like, wow, those really helped me to get here today. And so they become those practices, um, using your planner, affirmations, doing the work, um, getting involved. Um, those are all things that help you um, as you are navigating your journey, but they also help you in your professional life as well. Well, as we conclude, would you like to share any favorite places to eat in Flagstaff? At home. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, well, uh, I appreciate you being here today. You shared really important aspects of your lived experiences. And I think a lot of transfer students are going to appreciate your perspective. Thank you for having me. Of course.